coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. And uh, balmy air, January Sunday afternoon. Uh, blue skies, billowy clouds floating across the, the sky. A nice little chill in the air. Sun's out. Uh, sitting here on the corner of Someone, um, I would have who, how long now? I guess we'll have to figure that out. It's been a long time 12 years, 12 years, really? God damn, I thought it was a little bit longer, but okay, that shows you how much be. I used my, to my, drink, my too. Yeah, yeah, good. I know, I know, because I keep get blurry. I know. Oh, today I'm here with uh, my, my good friend Brian Allen Ellis. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing, sir? Good. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, thanks for ahead. being here. Thanks for being here. That's finally cool. making it. I'm glad we were finally able to catch up. And yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. The, the ways of the, uh, the Gainesville life. Yep. I know you're I know you a, a restaurateur yep. worker, and you, you right. have to deal with those weekend late mm -hmm. nights, so it's kind of tough I for you know. to... Which is how we met. We met at Bistro uh, Bistro, that's right. Few of those ladies didn't think so. Oh, <laughs> but you know, yeah. I, I've, I, I, you know, I'm a Buddhist now. I've, I'm working on myself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, thanks for joining me. That's right, we met at Bistro 1245 so many years ago. Yeah, that, was, that was 2005. Yeah, right, I right just, after I got married. Yeah, yeah. I, I just rolled into town. I was living in Georgia with, yep, yep. Uh, with my mom and my stepdad. separated now. My mom lives in South Carolina now. I was like 21, 22. Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, fuck, shit. So uh, I had a buddy uh, was in town from Tallahassee, uh, Matt Kimmel. I don't know if you ever met him, but uh, okay. he, uh, he he drove me up with him to Tallahassee. He was in Fort Lauderdale visiting his family, and I just and I just uh, got a ride to Georgia. Nice. Georgia there and stayed there for a year. And and what's well, so how big is that area? It's not big at all. It's a, it's so I feel comfortable that you can start. You can. No, it's all, yeah. I got yeah, some please. No, go ahead. He's yeah. got some pizza. I, I don't want people. him to get cold. He's got cold. some people. He He's got ahead. some pizza, everybody. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it's a small ass town. It's like maybe like thirty to forty-five minutes outside of Atlanta, maybe. Okay, so one of the outer outer. Yeah, ring of yeah. Old it's small got its own. Yeah, it's small. A lot of dirt roads, and yeah. but there's like a little town center where there's like a fucking Walmart and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a blockbuster, but it was like. But there was a whole temple was buried behind all that. Okay. And I worked at a grocery store called Superfoods. Okay. It's like a, one of those little grocery stores that like you rent videos from back, like old back school style. Back in the day, you could go to the counter and get videos yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's one oh, of those totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But it wasn't really happening there, and I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I need to be pushed to make certain moves. Yeah. And that was how I ended up in Gainesville. Okay, and so you, via Fort Lauderdale, via. Temple. What? So at what? So what age did you move here? So 22, 23. Yeah, 20. I think I was 23. I was 23. Right? So where did you grow up, though? Like, where was your early, early well, years? I was born in Long Island, in uh, New York, and I lived there until I was like six or seven. And then me and my my grandma, my mom, and, and myself, we, we went to Florida. South okay. Florida. We lived in a trailer. Like, okay. I pretty much went to kindergarten, and, like elementary, up through high school. So do you remember much about Long Island? A, uh, a little bit, yeah. I remember certain parts. Uh, like winters, yes, stuff like I that. You always that yeah, I have pretty good. I have, so somehow I have a pretty good memory of living uh, in Florida. Do you? Do you? Did you I mean, in, in New yeah, York. Yeah. Did you? Um, do you remember enjoying it? Was it like a place that you remember? There was a lot of. Yes, it was very like and, and the family was like the closest tight. was the tightest that it will had ever been at that right. point. Like, it was, like, my aunts and uncles and my cousins. Like, yeah. I didn't have a father, so, like, that was, like, you know. And I didn't have any siblings either. So, yeah, it was, like, the tightest. Of this. I just remember, like, I, I liked, I was kind of an introverted kid, but yeah. I, I remember just, like, sitting around the table by, my, amongst my mom and my aunts, and they would just drink coffee and tell me stories. And, like, I thought it was fascinating to yeah. just listen to them talk shit yeah, about yeah. people. And, like, I don't know. So, like, I've always gravitated more towards, like, women. Fifteen. She was thirty. She was thirty. She was only like less than fifteen years old. 
you're a kid and you could just smell the fucking weed right, right, right. wafting. Like, like heavy metal parking Yeah, and you're like, no, I really want to hang out with you guys. You know, please let me hang out. Yeah, and like, yeah. go inside before you get in trouble. You know? <laughs> like, but it smells so good over there. Right. No, so no, so like being, yeah, I understand that fam, that the female. Plus, it, yeah, the the yeah. warmth and connection you get from it for sure. So like. You had a lot, that, up to six years old, good experiences, moved down to Fort Lauderdale with him. <coughs> what was what was middle school and high school like for you in Fort my Lauderdale? Mom, uh, my mom uh, married my stepdad when I was like nine or ten. Okay. Uh, early, must have been in the early 90s. And uh, I didn't really get along with him too well. Yeah. So, too uh, straight? having that kind of thing so yeah, like when he moved patriarchal in patriarchal fucking right yeah, bullshit we, we lived in a trailer i call it patriarchal <laughs> bullshit that's what i call it so you can call <laughs> it what yeah, it is yeah. it's patriarchal that's bullshit. a big word though it's hard for me hey, to well, this is the motherfuckers just using fucking scare tactics to try to control a little fucking kid yeah he was it's like motherfucker use your brains dude you don't got to use your fucking size you exactly. ignorant fuck it was kind of like yeah he, he got it he was like you have to call me sir and your mom yeah kind of fuck thing. you and uh so we lived in a trailer so Which when, you, and i'm sure you I deserve that. He was very hypocritical in that <laughs> yep, way, yeah, yep, for yep, sure. Yep. But when he moved in, we lived in a trailer, so like, I, I kind of lost my bedroom, and I had to see my grandma shared a room. Oh, uh, okay. So that was all throughout. Just in the loving way that you could, like, yeah, 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 and make, but to, but to make sure the other person laughs. That's the main. Yeah, we always try to crack everyone up. Yeah, exactly. I think. Do you think that has a lot to do with like how maybe you were living when you were growing up? Like you're always just trying to look at life and trying to make the best of every day and and trying to make it as uh, enjoyable as possible. Yeah, I don't know if there was like any like reason. (laughs) I I couldn't guess why it was like that. kids was i mean since you were interviewed and did you have that and you know that usual like jock dudes are like what's wrong with you dude you're kind of quiet and weird or, yeah or i, I would never feel, i never felt comfortable at school like i always had a, like really bad anxiety about it. even as a kid like i'm freak out like yeah like just get like getting on the bus was like a, i'd freak uh, out I'd yeah, sit yeah. Down. and uh so I was, I was a little sheltered in that way with my like my you know i was kind of like Mama's kid, kind of. Yeah, deal, totally. I, I was, was like, as well. No, I totally understand. And uh, I was like I said, I was the only child until I was yeah. with my mom, so was, I, we were tight. Yeah. 
So school, I was pretty, pretty much did my own thing in school. So in like high school, I started like hanging. I started meeting friends outside of school. We okay. would go to hardcore shows. Okay. That's how I met Chad Darby. David so what, what age is that? Uh, this would be like 16, 15, 16. And what, where were the shows usually? That uh, you this guys... fucking shithole uh, place that was in a strip mall in Davie, Florida. Oh, nice. A strip called, mall. Called like Club, yeah, called Club, Club Q. Nice. It was across the street from Galaxy Skate, which is where Marilyn Manson shot the lunchbox. Video. Oh, shit. Okay. And there was like an A. They would have A. There's a place like that's where Hot Water played. A yeah, place like that in Brainston, in Brainston Pub. Mm-hmm. They, there was a place down south that was just like that. It was in a strip mall, you know, like just like just random, like an insurance company, a fucking like dental office, and then like this bar that lit punk rock bands. I feel that's there. lost somewhat now in Florida. <laughs> like or at the least weird, Florida. like the weird. Like, there's. I was just in Mel- Melbourne, Florida's got a lot of cool little ones like that that lit bands playing them, like those west, yeah. those those East Coast like. Melbourne type bands, you know, like Funkadelic and Funkadactyl, Funkadactyl, Ractimus, <laughs> right. you know, like guys that are like used to be punk dudes and then just starting to get into they just, crazy yeah, they just punk, got you know, from punk to funk, yeah, punk to funk, yeah, seriously, but no, that's hilarious. Yeah, that is missy nowadays. Yeah. It's I like, used to travel shows all the time. Like me and my friends would drive to like Vero Beach at the Women's Club, which mm-hmm. like shows, and sit the the Atari Info Shop, yeah, another venue in Sarasota. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know, shit, yeah. really. I played, played shows there when I was playing, like, shit, okay. bands and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, Sarsoda. Yeah, Sarsoda. Sarsoda. Yeah. So, like, okay, so you get, you go from there, Tally, Georgia, Gainesville. You're in Gainesville. There was a, uh, I lived in Orlando for a year, too. Ooh, how was that Um, for you? For me, it was good and bad. I was playing in a band, like a hardcore band okay. called Pac Punk Study with Jay Schuster and Tyler Petito, who also live here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, it was the first time really living outside of my, like on my own pretty yeah. much. So it was like hard. I had trouble keeping jobs and like, I had just gotten out of like a really like awful relationship situation. Yeah. So my head wasn't in the right place. And, I, and that's when I started drinking too. Right. But. Lack of structure mixed with. Young emotions and emotion, recklessness yeah. and alcohol is 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 it's, uh, a, it's a, an appetite for destruction. It's an appetite for is. destruction and and, and uh, a good uh, palate for writing. That's when I started writing the kind of stuff that I that evolved into what I'm writing now. Okay, like, I, started, and I started keeping like a live journal. Okay, and just writing like really shitty. What poems made you? What made you? What 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 ex- what moment or what what happened? that the next day or that after it happened that you woke up or did whatever and like okay now I have to start just writing this shit down because if I don't I'm um, gonna lose either why did you write were you afraid you were gonna lose the stories and that you knew in some way that the stories and, they, the, and the stuff was was actually like had some well, it levity to it it didn't start out as like stories it was more like screaming kind of like like just just little anecdotes and, right some, some, I, some, I read some like in a similar way now where it's like yeah but I don't know like I, I took journalism in high school that was that's when okay. I started like actually writing okay and I got attracted to that okay like, and uh but I think a mixture of the relationship thing being into punk and hardcore music kind of gave me like maybe like more angry even though I used to listen to metal and stuff when I was younger yeah. I just didn't like connect on the level until I was older like that, those feelings to that 
was that, and then you know, just I started like reading more, like okay. like I started reading like graphic novels, like Daniel Klaus and like Crumb. And so then, what what are the ones that okay? Then, so so what are the ones that grabbed you the most? Like um, what's what's your favorite read? Like well, the one that well I read the, the Get in the Van book by Henry Rollins. Okay. And that like. His, his style of writing was very, like, confessional, like, journal yeah. entry, and that's why I kind of gravitated. I thought that was, like, really cool. It's funny you say that. He just, I just watched him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. How was that? I saw Fucking that Fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. I swear to God, like, I think even Henry Rollins is beyond Buddhism. Like, that guy has such a yeah, level he's, he's head. He's like a rock. He's level-headed on every fucking level, and when it comes to everybody's different life and all the different nuances of everyone, he's just like, it's okay. He's like, he's amazing to me. Like, there's no judgment in him at all. Yeah. He makes me want to be that way so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it seems like he lives so free because there is, he has no judgment in him. Yeah. He's accepting of everything. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and it's like a crazy fucking thing to listen to that guy, him talk and realize like, I mean, I knew, I knew he had something weird with his kids. Right. You know, I knew there was something there, but I didn't realize as he got older and now he's this older yeah, His spoken word stuff is totally different. Kind of has a different feel. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing that shit for 30 years. Oh, yeah. Since 80 fucking three. Totally. Crazy. Wow. So I, I was really attracted. And just reading that book, I started reading stuff that he was like, like he would talk about his killer. to but you don't even know why you relate to it it kind of just like it's like oh i was thinking that all along but right. now it was put in this way where now it makes sense like it universally connects to you right you know yeah. i don't know I, I don't know if that works for like other people right or, but that's kind of my deal when i read something i kind of like like to have it stare back at me a little bit that's how music works for me that's why music is so important because it right. reads me in the way that it is like it i mean like a song that affected me in a way where my hair song I ever wrote I fucking love but I was scared as shit that everyone else was gonna fucking hate it right but I didn't you know like exactly. in a way I didn't care but I did you know what I mean because it's like 
I don't want them to accept it. I just want them to realize that I'm a yeah, fucking artist. I just artist want them to realize that like, I like the spin doctors. Yeah. You know and, what it's I mean? o- and I'm okay. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Know? I know what you're saying. And then you got to be okay. And you got to be okay with wearing a hat like that. Yeah. As well. Fucking the fucking uh, Doctor Seuss <laughs> hat. Doctor, or something like that. <laughs> Doctor Seuss is loose on that motherfucker. So, oh, yeah. so, okay. I I saw. Well, you got seven total. Six. Something like that. Like yeah. Six or seven. Okay. Um, it's all been in like one big clip of. This and album. and they're very. I mean, I'm glad. See, I'm kind of disappointed. Because I don't read. My wife doesn't read it. She just lets me look at the pictures. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I don't know how to read. Yeah, it's tough. So she does. She reads to me at night <laughs> before bed. Tucks you in. Yes, totally. She's like, all right, dummy, here we go. <laughs> Not that you're going to remember. Right. Because you smoke too much. I have trouble remembering stuff. Like, I enjoy stuff while I'm like, reading it. Yeah. Or watching a movie. I have to rewatch stuff and reread stuff. I am the too. same way as well. It's got to be. It has to connect with me like emotionally it's right gonna be away. Something, yeah, there's got to be something specific about it that just. That that's why I'm, I'm shit at reading textbooks. Like that's why I don't go to school. Like I can't. I had such a hard time with that when I went back. Yeah. Like I made like seriously. I I'm one class away from getting my degree, and it's the math class, algebra. Yeah, and I, like, math was a big my, problem for me in high school. Like dick hole on that shit. And that last algebra class I took, I got a 69. Like they couldn't have just. I know. Just popped into that one fucking like, gig, yeah. bitch. <laughs> You could sneeze and accidentally hit the button and no one would ever fucking know. Because right. I busted my fucking hook. I mean, they knew that I had such bad chest anxiety and I still didn't take all the special shit that you're supposed to take in high school. Right. I stayed in class, I blacked out, I fucking probably aged myself by fucking 20 years, but I did it, you know, and I got 69. And it's like, now I'm in a situation where, like, I, I'm thinking about I need to take this class and get it done so I can get what, my uh, what kind of degree are you getting? It's a social work to do. Oh, social sweet. work. It's a sociology degree yeah. to do social work. So right. it's like, if I do that, I... So you have to retake problem. the class now? Oh, man. were out of town. It was just drugs right. were everywhere. It was like pot was over there. There was coke on the glass table, like a Miami fucking vice. No movie. shit. Oh, yeah, fucking dude. tubs and crocker are gonna roll up. Seriously, any dude, it was fucking nuts. The shit these fucking idiots would. I mean, yeah, they were dumb. I didn't. I didn't. Par- I didn't partake in drugs or drinking very much. In high
Didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. Didn't help. I can tell you. Oh, shit. Hitting 45 didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Should have waited till my brain was a little bit Sometimes more Sometimes it's beneficial for people to uh, do it early on because then they get out of their system. I did get a lot of it out of my... I did get the... I did the, the yayo out early. That yeah. was before I came here. In my early 20s, I got it out of my system. Yeah. Which was... I mean... And plus, it was like it didn't matter because if I came here, it couldn't have been as good as what I was getting in Sarasota. So that yeah. I would have been off of it anyways. Yeah, you just be like tweaked out and shitty speed. Yeah, exactly. Like, and this I, is lame. And the stuff in Sarasota was not that. The stuff that we got was like came right off the fucking speedboat, right mm-hmm. into the restaurant, and was given to you <laughs> right on the front line when you were cooking. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's <laughs> Seriously, you know. Order up. Yep. Got a three-hour wait and a yep. three-fifty seater. Yeah, that's a, I worked in one of those type of restaurants. Like oh, we, shit. everyone, like we had eight guys, ten guys on the line. We're all, they were all geeked out, and like two expediters geeked out, and then all the waitstaff geeked out. Yeah, because you had to. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Fucking serving three hundred fifty people on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night with two and a half hour waits uh-uh. and a margarita bar full of assholes. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> all on coke as well. Dude, the 80s and 90s were so stupid. It's so funny, I think, back to all the dumb shit. Like, you're right. Like, I wish... Would you help me write a book? <laughs> yeah, man, you have a lot of great stories, man. Oh, that'd be so funny. Because I could, I could use some of it for... Because uh, I'm going to start doing stand-up. Oh, yeah. I thought about doing that, too. It's, it, that, of every, every performance thing, you, is the scariest to me. To, to, you know what? I think if you... I'll just give you my opinion. There. See, I don't think so. I think if you have, if you, if you take them and you tell the stories just the right way. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think. Well, there's an funny. art form. You have a really good. I mean, you you speak well. You you. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes, sometimes sometimes the nerves get a little much. Right, like when I do reading sometimes. But it's but it's like that's also part of the uh, part of the flavor. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, cause. It, because people know it if, if they hear the story. They know right. you're going to do that. That's your personality. Right, right, right. See, I mean, like, I mean, think they, and then if you can have humor about the fact that you know what you are when you Right, you right, it, right, right. Kind of no. like how most people, like, you remember Spalding Gray? Did you ever watch yeah, his yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like him, you know? He was very deprecating, but a very, in, in an intellectual way. Right, 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 yeah. No, his suit's great. Right, yeah. just, I mean, and I could see you definitely doing something like that. In a way, a 
It is. You know? It really is in a way. It's yeah, like, yeah. I find. I think it, especially nowadays, a lot. A lot of these guys are are, are, are like that because they're taking. They're making that feel. They're making it look like it's so natural, but it's so polished. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's the crazy. Those part. are the good ones, man. So out of your that books, takes years. Yeah, it takes years. So that, I would actually, that's funny. You but I wish you luck on that. I look forward to seeing your setup. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. I was actually talking to uh, Matt Walker <coughs> last week when I interviewed him, and I right. was like, he said he wanted to do comedy too. I was like, you want to write for me too? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dude, I need some. I, you know. You guys like, going as like a team? Yeah, right. I, you could be along with it. I could oh. use some dark stuff in there too. You know what I mean? But um. Bring in the dark guy. Bring in the dark guy. Bring in the dark guy. guy. Come on. Bring, bring in the sad man. Bring in the sad man. <laughs> no, I mean dark man as in funny dark. Not as in dark sad. Dark sad. Not as in schlep rock. Schle- oh, schlep rock. No schlep rocking. Schlep rock. This is, this is funny darkness. That's a, my, my kind of like dark humor. I love dark. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that's what I gravitate towards. Yeah, I love that stuff too. I like, you know, yeah, I, like to, I, mean, I like to laugh that we're all going to die in a large yeah. nuclear explosion. So yeah, I, 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 I joke around. I, I tell everybody I mean human dumpster fire. That's <laughs> kind of caught on a little fire. bit. Right. It's a little stinky. It's like, or when I go into work, it's like, okay, guys, I'm here. We can start talking about death. <laughs> yes, that's right. Who's ready to get sad? Who's ready to get sad? <laughs> Who wants a piece of this morose? A lot of the stuff is like shit that I started. I've been doing this for like yeah, yeah. And I just started putting it all together in book form. And you just and what what made you decide to finally do that? Like what gave you? Was well, there something stopping you for a while, or you just didn't think about it and it came to you? Yeah, what happened was um, I did zines in high school. <laughs> I did like a music zine with my friend, like a humor kind of yeah. stupid zine. Which I I, I like. I still and like I started getting professional with them. Yeah. I started doing. All the aspects of it, so I liked the, that creating that thing, making something like okay. Yeah. And then at, when I started writing like like my shitty poetry and like started writing more creatively, yeah. I did the little zines, chapbook style, yeah, literary yeah. stuff. And then I did that for a few years. And then I stopped doing it because I played music, and I was just sending my stories out to journals, and they were getting published. Okay. So I was I didn't I was like I'm not gonna make the books anymore. I'm gonna try and get published with like yeah. with journals that I like. I started doing the band, like X Boogeyman. Yeah. Kinda, all my focus was in that for like five years. Which can I can I say I was I was watching some videos and I remember <coughs> working at Common Grounds when you guys would play there. Yeah. This is this is in my mind's eye. This is what I what I saw and heard. This is a mix between a dumpster fire and you know, a, like. King Diamond in there. Yeah, that's a big influence on me. I really like uh, uh, I actually dressed up for a manifest show for a Halloween show. A little bit of like uh Gigi Allen esque. Yeah, but less shit. Less shit. The music was the shit. Yeah. Was, and then the and then a little shitty. bit of there was like there's something else in there. I say I, I couldn't quite think of it, but it's like Alice Cooper. Yeah, definitely. Big influence on me. And Kiss. Kiss are my Kiss. favorite band. Okay. I think Kiss more than anybody. I was gonna say that. I think we actually talked. I remember I said we talked about that one night at Common Grounds because I had asked you. I think you. I think that conversation. Not you, but I think, uh, me and you 
saw a video on Headbangers Ball and just started buying all their albums. Which one? Uh, on, on, on on, no, Revenge came out. So Unholy was the okay. song. And then I started... Her- and then I started reading more about them and I got into their older stuff, the 70s yeah. stuff, the makeup stuff. So, yeah, it was that. But no one liked Kiss when I was like a kid. Kiss yeah. didn't reach... They got popular again in the late 90s when they got back together. That's Homeland Security chasing down a woman who was touching her own uterus. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's one on every block here. We have to stop here. that. We have to stop that. Yeah. The men are supposed to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> So music, so that that stuff. So what made you want? So was it you, Eric, Austin? I started a band called Baby Dracula in Fort Lauderdale. After okay. I left, after I got kicked out of the hardcore band for throwing up on the singer's couch. Okay. Uh, and it was just me. I played guitar. I had a drummer, uh, and then we got a bass player and a keyboard player, and we just kind of it was just these shitty like surf rock, okay. goth kind of songs. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a lot of Christian Death and Baz and shit. Okay. And and cramps and shit and then uh, I ended that after right before I moved to Georgia and when I moved out to Gainesville I got the band back together because Jay Schuster who I played in with a hardcore band okay. moved into town. I convinced him to move here okay. and uh, and he started working at Bistro shortly after he yep, moved here yep. and we just started playing music again and I met Eric and like we just formed a band and I got David Quarles was in the band for a while Matt yeah, Frank yeah. it's a band of a million members like and then after that ended, I didn't play music for a couple of years. And then we did the Expo event thing with Austin, yeah. and we got Mo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we just started doing that. Yeah, I just started writing songs again. Yeah, like I'll go for like I can't write any more songs. Like I'm done. So I guess you kind of you kind of go through like little lulls where it's like you you kind of you, you your ideas you run you you find you burn through your ideas pretty quick. Yeah, I have to like. When I get when I lock into something, I have to like jump on it full force, or it's gonna. I'm just gonna lose interest in it. Do you feel, do you find that is that something? Because like I find like I was listening to an interview and somebody like a lot of comedians worry about that and stuff. You know, they're out. gonna run out of ideas. Yeah, and, I, and one it of happens, things, man. It can happen for a long yeah. time, or it can happen for a short one time. One of the things that like Bill Burr, Bill Burr, like Joe Rogan, them say is like, listen, you get like they said that shit used to happen to us, but it's like what, like which I kind of like. I'm starting to take into consideration why I'm starting to do all these podcasts and stuff is like you gotta start doing more things to have stuff to talk about right exactly yeah. you know it's like one of those things like my, you know my wife's like you know I'll be at home complaining about something like why isn't something working out right she's like well you're fucking sitting at home asshole <laughs> I'm like oh yeah tough love yeah exactly it's like you can't you're not gonna get it done here Like, on, like underground like indie lit community yeah. 
or just like people are just like supporting each other, interviewing each other. Were there were there people that you kind of looked up to as yeah, writers that you had come yes. across and yeah, befriended? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And, and what that do to you? How how'd that make you feel as a writer? It made me feel good. It made me feel like I kind of belong. Like as as as, as much of a, like a like. I could have told you that type. was gonna happen, but. What's that? I, I said I could have told you that was gonna happen. Why? Because I could see I I've always. I could see that you had talent. Oh, when we always that. talked about writing before, I mean, I'm not. I mean, don't. I mean, I, I can't bullshit you because I'm not a reader. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna blow smoke up your ass. I don't fucking read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really books. don't. I, I'm like a. I need. I'm an ADHD. Quick, give me fucking the information. I need to look up the yeah, facts. Yeah. Give me my shit. Oh, I yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it was validating, for sure. And like, I I, I published like some of my favorite writers too. So, the, so you're like kind of, and, and in this community, did you? Is it, a, is, it a, is it a pretty strong community where you guys really try to push and help each other as much as possible? Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. It seems that way more than it was with music too. Even though music was cool and everyone like book shows and other times, I think it's a little more like. There's a little bit more of a. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little more competitive. Uh, no, I think it's less, less though. Maybe uh, no. Most writers are just like, they're just they're competitive with themselves. I think. Right. They're, like you said, the critical. And there, I mean, is, there is, yeah, and they, I mean, there are some jealousies. Like people are always like talking shit about people. Oh, he got this agent, or like, oh, right, he got this right, book right, publishing right. deal. Like, but it's not like it's not. It, it's not as outward. It's not like a lot of shit talking. Yeah. People don't attack each other that. Point. If you, um, you probably gotten this question before, but it's just something I'm curious because of, of being a fan of the movie Barfly. Yeah. because they wanted to say it and yeah. they were an artist in that way and no one was going to make them do it any other way than the way they wanted to do it. Right, right, right. Are you, do you find your way, do you find yourself like that's how you are as an artist, you're going to do it your way and that's it? Yeah, pretty much. That's why I, I mainly self-publish my books. Like, you know, I, um, no, I'm okay. Thank you, though. Sure. Do you need to close that? on record <laughs> <laughs> this is tall balls you might want to edit that part out <laughs> we're at tall balls <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you want no. another all right sure It gets hard sometimes, especially when I was dealing with a lot of like anxiety and I hated my jobs. 
that's why I started drinking anxiety, dude. Yeah. That was the main reason. Yeah. And 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 let me tell you, nothing will nothing will fix losing that anxiety and quit drinking quicker than t- your wife telling you she doesn't like you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Especially if you like. Or her getting a lot. blackout drunk and using yeah. your girlfriend or wife's inside yeah. car to urinal. That also <laughs> helps. I was I actually got contacted by uh, a publisher in China that wanted to I don't know how legit it was but they wanted to uh, translate one of my books into Chinese they yeah. were supposed to pay me money but I haven't heard from them since there's a lot of weird shit like that going on yeah like, yeah yeah yeah. people trying to yeah I haven't made I mean I, I make a little money on the book sales but like I've only sold a few stories well, most of it's like I just like it's free like, I just like yeah. contribute free like, okay so a, lot of, a lot of places don't pay there's not a lot of money to be made in literature, especially right. in this day and age. Right, right. So the chances of something like that happening, even on any level, is like, right. it's not going to be like, a really, well, I mean, it's hard Do to you, say. Don't you think we'll have a, um, a, re, uh, a rebound on, on book reading and literature? I, th- I think so. With vinyl? I think so. Like people are going to get sicker looking at uh, tablets and kind of want to. Yeah, I can Dude, see that. I got I got fucking it's gonna become like 300 a fetish. fucking books all over my house like this because that's but my wife's like I said the reader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in every room. Oh yeah, in the I have house, them stacked everywhere. I got the bathroom. Yeah, I'm like, are you gonna finish any of these? She's like, I'm in the middle of all of yeah, them. Yeah, I read know? like three or four books at a She's time. It's the same way. So it's like, <coughs> no, I mean, I definitely, I, I'm going to tell, I'm, I'm gonna make a promise here today, folks. I'm going to read this book by next week. It's a pretty quick read. I think you yeah. Get through it. I don't use big you words. You asked me. You got a thesaurus out. <laughs> you was looking up on fucking, fucking. <laughs> Google Scholar Go- and Google shit. Google Scholar. Looking for peer-reviewed mm-hmm. shit. But no, man. But man, I'm going to actually, I'm going to stop it here because I like I like our conversation. We're going to have other ones. I mean, sure. I just sure. wanted to get you down, talk about your books, get, get people out there to get a little bit of, know about your history a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to make that connection. We we definitely know each other a little bit more about how we were when we were younger, and that's kind of like a. <coughs> this is one of my favorite things I like to do with a lot of people that I know in Gainesville but really haven't had a chance to, and that's why I started the podcast. You know, yeah. this is my way from all those years of drinking and wasting my time not connecting right. with people the way that I really wanted. It's cool because a lot of people like like a lot of people you've interviewed, like the musicians and whatnot. Yeah. People don't know much about.
so I have that respect for all of you in that vein because it, you are you are something that at, at a young age we're not afraid to do that I was afraid to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always afraid to be a true artist until I turned 43 years old mm -hmm. and it was always something that was beaten out of me when I was a kid. That's not what you did. You yeah. This type of person. I have that problem that. too a lot of times. Like I don't like and tell it, people that like and I struggled. Stuff. Yeah, same. With it. And so but dude, I act now. I'm you know doing these podcasts and I'm about to start filming a fucking a YouTube comedy series here in town, yes. and like, and I'm working on another t comedy show with my friend Wester. You know, so you got, so, it, it's, that's still an artistic outlet. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and now I'm doing it just manifests in different and ways. And now they're manifesting in different ways, which is, yeah. you know, not the music that I wanted to originally, right. unfortunately. But you can't, I can't be a fucking rock star, right? But you're a rock star to me, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Man, I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> That's nice. But guys, every you know, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you you want to push? Where could everybody find your books? Where uh, are the best places? They're today? all on, on Amazon. Okay. You can just type in Brian Allen Ellis. And they're and they're all very inexpensive. They're less than ten bucks. Yeah, I keep I keep I keep Fugazi prices. Okay, awesome. Uh, DIY prices, motherfucker. That's right. And I'm, I'm selling some limited dish books on Big Cartel. So okay. House of Vlad, the LAD. Yeah, yeah. Big job. Cartel.com. I have a novel coming out in the summer. No shit. How many? How big is it? It's not too big. It's probably it's probably more like a novella, but I'm okay. calling it a novel because I don't give a fuck. Right. And you call it whatever you want. Novels uh, tend to sell better and get more exposure. <laughs> for some okay. reason. People people want to frown on the short stories a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Do you have a website that people can go to? It's, uh, I, it's, I have a uh, I use Tumblr as a website. It's BrianAllenEllis.tumblr.com. Okay. Are you also on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, I'm on Facebook. Like a <laughs> yeah, you, what you're reading? What the fuck? No, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to be watching YouTube? You're yeah. retard. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do that a lot. <laughs> I do this so too much. She's like, you're watching Talking Heads all the fucking time. Talking, talking like, Heads. Love it. The Talking Heads or Talking like, Heads? No, just Talking Heads. Yeah, I, got you. I was like, I am a Talking Head. What the fuck do you expect? You know? Yeah. You're doing research, man. <laughs> Dude, seriously. But no, thank you so much, thank Brian. You. Again, oh, I appreciate yeah. you so much. Same. Uh, again, you know, I've never had a bad conversation with you both. talking about it next week i appreciate you all for listening uh i'll be probably catch up with brian again probably maybe in six months see where he's at see where that novel is at see if it's out and about garbage can <laughs> warming my house yes <laughs> no yes. but uh you all have a great week i appreciate you all i love you all you guys watch out for each other everybody support the no dapple everybody support not my president uh Trump fucking suck my dick. Uh, cops, put your guns down. Everybody have a great week. Deuces.